We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's talk to Amy. Sure, we love Amy. Amy Dixon, clinical psychologist, associate professor at LSU Health New Orleans School of Medicine. How you doing, Amy? I'm good. How are you? You were probably psychoanalyzing me just now as I talked about the Rex people <laughs> being in here and me not traveling in those circles and getting nervous when I'm around them. That's normal, is it not? It is, but remember that we all have our insecurities and people are people. Oh, right? they we all they were nervous around me i think they've you know <laughs> spent all this time developing their reputation they were afraid that this idiot was going to mess them up in a little bit you know what i mean noel norman's afraid to go on with me for that reason no but you're right amy but since we're since we're talking about it and we'll get on to the topic at hand in a second um how, how what are what are some uh, techniques to use when you feel as though and it can be one way or the other you can either be moving up or down um you know i always love the poem rudyard kipling if if you can walk with kings and um not lose your whatever it is and and walk with pete nor lose the common touch you know what i'm saying yes i'll find some of it for you in a second but what what is the key to that how do you how do you make sure that you're comfortable no matter who you're around Well, so much of how we feel about ourselves in different situations comes from what we say to ourselves. So when you're meeting somebody, if you're saying to yourself, this person is better than me in some form, wealthier than me or smarter than me or maybe more polished socially, you're going to feel inadequate and it's going to make you anxious and make you nervous. Mm -hmm. If instead you can say to yourself, Everybody brings something to the table. You're quite accomplished. Other people you meet are quite accomplished. But at the core, we're all just human beings. We're all imperfect. And if we just step into these situations with an open mind and wanting to get to know somebody and wanting to interact with them in a positive way, we can increase our own confidence. There's a wonderful book out there. The the author did a TED Talk that was incredibly popular. It's called Presence, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. And it talks about even many, many people who are highly successful have something called imposter syndrome, where they feel like they don't deserve this success. They're not good enough. Somebody's going to find out they're actually not as good in their field or in their business or socially as they are. 
And it talks about that that is a crisis of our confidence and that we need to overcome that by being more open and honest about who we are, talking ourselves up, and feeling more confident in our capabilities. So that is a common thing? Oh, yes. It's extraordinarily common. Of course, your friends are not going to admit that they feel like a failure or not as good or they wonder if their friends truly like them. But when you get in there and really talk to people, people will acknowledge to you on a much deeper level that we all have insecurities. We all wonder about our worth in different ways. I know I traditionally at events get along better with the staff that's serving than the people that are there. (laughs) (laughs) That's because of what you say to yourself. You say that the people who are serving are perhaps more similar to you and that you have more in common. And so you expect them to interact with you in a positive way. And you probably tell yourself some other message, whether you're aware of it or not, about the other people who are at that event. Hmm. Very interesting. Are you going to build my insurance company for this? or <laughs> I am not. It's free for you, my friend. But it, it is interesting, really, how I think we all have that feeling. Um, the poem by Rudyard, Rudyard Kipling says, If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch. So we'll take a break. We come back. We'll talk about the topic at hand, which is the Center for Disease Control saying teenage girls are caught in a crisis of sadness and violence. We'll address that with Amy Dixon when we come back here on WWL. 942 18 before 10. Tommy Tucker talking to Amy Dixon, clinical psychologist, associate professor at LSU Health New Orleans School of Medicine. Amy, I'm just thinking maybe. Uh, you know, we could have an hour every week where you psychoanalyze me on the radio, and that, that could be good for everybody. People would see what a tremendous psychologist you were. I'd get some help, and uh, it might make for interesting listening. But we'll have to talk to the lawyers about that because I'm sure there'd be a ton of paperwork to sign. Let's talk about this report from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention about our teenage girls are suffering through an overwhelming wave of violence and trauma, and it's affecting their mental health. What's going on? Well, I think girls have always had a tougher time of it than boys in certain respects, but we're talking about it more. It's less stigmatizing to come out and talk about their feelings. We, with this social media and smartphones and bullying has gone to a whole different level. Pictures are being taken and passed around, videos taken, and it is wearing on our teenagers that are developing their identities, that are feeling deeply insecure as they grow and we want them to thrive, but they're developing who they are. As we were talking about before, those thoughts, those insecurities trying to fit in, it's a tough time. So how, as a parent, do you tell them to cope with that or help them cope with all of that? Well, it's really important that our teenagers develop a core sense of themselves as a worthy person. Certainly, their caregivers contribute greatly to that and making those children feel unconditionally loved. During adolescence is a time that teenagers typically pull away from their parents a little bit, 
and spend more time with their peers, but that does not mean that they do not need those parents. Those parents need to be there. They need to be available. They should not be hovering or helicoptering. The teenagers don't want their parents embarrassing them, but parents need to know the signs when teenagers need to talk. Even if teenagers are sarcastic and surly and having a tough time, not to react in anger and recrimination and making statements that teenagers feel worse about themselves, but being consistently present and available. When that teenager shows up at 10 o'clock and hops into bed next to you, no matter what you're doing on your computer, on your phone, reading a book, watching a TV show, you put all that stuff down and you're available because they're ready to talk now. When you want to talk, they might be quite quiet, but you need to be available. You want to be a source of a good sounding board and a source of good feedback for them to bolster them and remind them that they are good human beings, that they have skills, that being an adolescent is hard. Do they set the timetable or does the parent? The parent needs to continually let them know that they're available. They continually need to be a source of some praise, even though, we're holding them accountable and setting some boundaries and making sure they're doing what they need to do to grow up into quality human beings. We still are saying, I love you, I'm here, I support you, so that the kids know that they can turn to the parents. And the parents or the caregivers need to be mindful of cues. You see your child sleeping a lot more or not eating or not going out with their friends, and that's a change in behavior, you need to step in and address it. And it may take a long time before the adolescent is willing to say what's going on, but you can still be there for them, and you can support them and get behind them and let them know that you love them and you care about them. And if they want to talk about what's happening, you're ready to listen. What what do you do after you do listen? Do you try to solve? Do you, what, reaffirm? Walk us through what something like that would look like, Amy. Well, teenagers do not like to be told what to do. (laughs) All of us who are developmental people know that. So listening is really the first key. Not jumping in and wanting to solve all their problems. That takes the power away from them, and they're more likely to push away from us. So instead, we just listen. We listen in a way that's reflective in nature. We say back what we're hearing so we make sure we understand. And then we query with them, what would you like to do about it? We just explore those ideas with them. We support them in their exploration. We may suggest options without telling them what to do, just wondering about would it be helpful if this were to occur or if this were to occur. We let them take ownership of how they want to manage it. Some of our teenagers are going to ask for a therapist. There's a lot less stigmatization about therapy these days. They have friends who are in therapy. And for teenagers, that sounds like a great option. Somebody who is going to hear what they have to say, help them with it, and it's confidential. Nobody will ever know 
They won't run into that person all the time. It's not like their parent who now knows all these things that have happened and might be disappointed in them or might be worried about them. That therapist is somebody on the outside. So sometimes they may want therapy. Sometimes they may want to switch schools. They may want to get involved in different activities or sports. It's whatever it's going to take to help them feel secure and have a healthy sense of self. Um, sometimes parents want to get involved. They want to jump in on social media or something along those lines. Good idea or bad idea? Well, you don't want your parents taking over your Instagram feed and making statements. It is a tricky tightrope. Parents should be monitoring social media to a degree. Your child may be horribly bullied. People may be sending inappropriate things to your child, and you need to protect them. But you don't want to go behind your child's back and break that trust. And of course, we all remember being teenagers. We all did not want to share our every thought with our parents. So we need to have these open discussions. We need them to explore some of their social media with us. We need to help guide and shape them about how our family believes what's appropriate and what's inappropriate. And again, we want to explore their thoughts and feelings before we jump in with ours. We want to talk about, you know, do you think that was okay for your one friend to say that or shame your other friend in social media? How do you think that made her feel? What are your thoughts about this? How would you like to handle it? It's better to empower them to handle things well. We have teenagers who take a break from social media. They know it's making them feel worse. And if they can choose that on their own, it's much better. Um, parents sometimes take it personally when a kid lashes out at them. I know it happened to me as a parent, and it's not really about you. The kid is lashing out, and it, you just happen to be in the way. And it's important for a parent, I think, Amy, not to take it personally and try to figure out what's really going on. And at that point, you have to really check your temper. You have to check your ego, and you have to say, okay, this is really not about me. Let's see what's happening here, correct? Oh, a hundred percent, and that's so much easier said. Than oh yeah, done, absolutely. Right? The, the, the first your thing child... is, oh, yeah. How about I knock you out? Now, no, look, I'm your last <laughs> friend. Now you got me angry. How about I knock you out? No, you can't do that, right? Well, and teenagers know what to say that hurts, oh, right? Yeah. They throw out zingers that just stab you in the heart, and you think, oh my gosh. And we all can be reactive when hurt. We all can reflexively say things that are not our best selves and are not helpful in this situation. So exactly as you're saying, it's good to reframe this, that my teenager is struggling. They're actually not angry at me, but I'm a safe target because I love them. Yep. And they know I'll still be here. So it's sometimes very counterintuitive to show love and dote on someone who's being really ugly to you because that's not what we do with other people in our lives but it's a sign that our kiddo is struggling and we need to come back with i can see you're hurting right now and i want to help you how does amy dixon spend mardi gras ah, 
Well, I was out at parades all day yesterday. Saw a fabulous Battle of the Bands down on Chapatulas by mm-hmm. Rouse's. I enjoy friends and family and the beauty of our city. We are so lucky to live here. French Quarter tomorrow or not? I don't know. I, You know, by the end of Mardi Gras for me, I'm a bit tired. If I can muster the strength, it's always phenomenal to go down more towards um, where the great costumes are mm-hmm. than Bourbon Street for me. But I just love to be around our fabulous people in this city. I would think as a clinical psychologist, you would have a blast just sitting there and watching. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. People watching, always good. There you always go. Always good here. Have a great Mardi Gras. Thank you. You too. Take care. You bet. Bye-bye. Dr. Amy Dixon, clinical psychologist, associate professor at LSU Health New Orleans School of Medicine. We'll take a break. We come back, we'll find out what Dave Cohen's got planned for you today. Now, one thing is... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.